Blog Talk Radio.
have the joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world. I, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth, and your word is the truth. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I have concentrated them myself, that I they also may be sanctified in truth. I do not ask for these only, these only, but also for those who will believe in through their word, that they may also be one. Just as you, Father, are in me, and in I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you gave me, I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them, and you in me, that they may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see my glory that you have given me because you love me before the foundation of the world. O oh, righteous Father, even though the world does not know you, I know you. And these, these, know, these know that you have sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known that the love with, with which you have loved me may be in them, and I them. Thank you. Amen. God. Amen, brothers. We tag team in here. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. <clears throat> God makes the way, it seems to be no way. Glory to God in the highest. And you see there testimony from Brother Al. He lives down in Houston, him and Sis Dottie, and they have been watched over and protected. Praise God by our God who watches over us. Song 91 protection proclaims to us the promises of God. And this I mean, what kind of prayer can we have to lead off the Lord's hour? The Lord himself praying for us, praise God. Do you hear his love, his, his, his passion, his compassion, his mercy, and his grace as he speaks to the Father? As he shows us the example of how we are to pray, that you pray from the heart. You pray like it's something important. You pray like it means something, not this lip service. And how he prayed for us as he's getting ready to go and become our Passover lamb. Amen. Well, praise God, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's hour. Shalom to all. Be blessed in the name of Jesus, our Passover, praise God. And that uh, we will humble ourselves and we'll come together and, uh, and just pray the Lord draws in the people to hear the word of God and the truth that he has given us to share that we be vessels of honor and do what the Lord has asked us to do, and that we will come into uh, the praise and worship, praise and worship 
as we lead off with Anani Elohai. Down at the bottom. Told you. Look again. I had it set up. I had it marked. I mean, I had it ready to go. With every rising sun, you paint the sky with light. Amen. With the glory and the splendor of your name. Hallelujah, your name, Lord. Before the world was formed, you were on your throne. There is no one like you.
what Brother Paul Wilbur, he's always talking about Jesus is coming or is to come in his songs. It's very awesome, praise God. And as we know that uh, God is good. God is good. All the time, God is good. Forever good. Forever good, praise God. Our God is forever good. Amen. Hallelujah. Through deserts wide and oceans deep, when troubles press us to our knees, yes, Oh, 
pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, against this interference. By the power of the Lord Jesus and by the power of your blood, we rebuke the devil. And we rebuke this world system trying to interfere with the Lord's hour. Lord, we pray you take this echo away in the name of Jesus and by the power of the living God that it be so. We just thank you and praise you, Lord, because you, your name, is the greatest name of ever, that you are the king of glory. Hallelujah.
Amen. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Hallelujah. Glory to God, brothers and sisters. Well, we will continue with the message to choose light over darkness. Choose light over darkness. And we will go to uh, Matthew 25. Matthew 25, in verses 29 to 30. Here's a warning from the Lord. Use your gifts and talents, talent, excuse me, wisely, the ones from him. Amen? Use your gifts and talents wisely, the ones from him. Hallelujah. Praise his name. First, so if you have your... Uh, uh, your Bible gateway, or if you have your Bibles, turn there because uh, right now we're we're still battling uh, <laughs> to get this uh, message through. But we will, one way or another, God will make a way. Because the darkness don't want to hear us tell us about uh, us to share about the light. Amen. Can they still hear me? Uh huh. Checking. Uh-huh. I'm checking. Can you hear me? Okay. You mean the phone? Uh, I know that, but I'm not talking about the phone, but I can't hear nothing. I get it on the speaker. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I do hear. I do hear it uh, through here. I'll have to call back. Okay, you can hear? Amen. Praise God. Okay, we'll keep going there. Hallelujah. All right. Amen. All right. Praise God. All right. Let's go to uh, Matthew 25, verses 29 to 30. The Amplified. For to everyone who has and values his blessings and gifts from God and has used them wisely, more will be given and he will richly uh, and be richly supplied so that he will have an abundance. But from the ones who does not have, because he's ignored or disregarded his blessings and gifts from God, even what he does have will be taken away. And throw out this worthless servant into outer darkness, in that place of grief and torment, there will be weeping over sorrow and pain and grinding of teeth over distress and anger. God commands obedience, a heart toward obedience, wanting to serve him, wanting to obey him, to honor him, worship him, amen? I mean, when you come in contact with the risen Christ, the Savior of the world, something will change in your life. You will not be the same. You will want to serve the Lord. You will want to speak his name and share the gospel. You will want to serve him somehow or another. If it's a prayer warrior, a missionary, or a be delight to the people around you in your neighborhood. Amen? Now, let's go to Matthew 27, verse 45. Matthew 27, verse 45. Now, from the sixth 
hour there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. Darkness covered the world when Jesus, the Lamb of God, was dying. Covered by our sin. Our sin nailed to that cross that he took upon himself. The sin that brings darkness. That brings sorrow and pain. That brings death. God have mercy. Oh, God have mercy. Sin brings darkness. John 1, verse 5. John 1, verse 5. Babe, can you make your, uh, uh, oh, that, never mind. That's right. That, that's how it comes up. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. John 1, verse 5. And the light shineth in darkness. Darkness comprehended it not. Darkness does not comprehend the light. Until it is revealed. Amen. Darkness does not comprehend the light until it is revealed. John 3, verse 19. John 3, verse 19. Amen. And this is the condemnation that the light is come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. Men love darkness instead of light. Why do they? Because their deeds were evil. Amen? Because their deeds were evil. Now, go to John 12, verse 35. John 12, verse 35. Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while ye have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth whither he goeth. God have mercy. People in darkness do not know where they are going. Sin leads to death, and not just a dead, cold body in a grave somewhere. I am talking about the second death, an eternal death in darkness in hell. God have mercy. God have mercy. Ephesians 6, verse 12. Praise the Lord God for his word. For we, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. These are the rulers of the darkness. You see, brothers and sisters, we do not go against like the little palms that are the evil spirits and demons. We go against the hierarchy because the Lord knows that we are able to handle it through him, that we face the enemy with a resurrected, victorious Jesus, Savior and King and Lord. Amen. He has all authority. He has the keys of death and hell in his hand. He's taken them away. Amen. He is victorious. And greater is he that's in us than that's in the world. The word of God says in James uh, 4, 7, resist the devil and he will flee from you. You resisting like Jesus does. With the word of God, your sword of the spirit, and with your faith, and you stand up and you come just like 
the Archangel Michael. Devil, I rebuke you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen? In the name of the Lord Jesus. We don't stand on our own, brothers and sisters. We stand in the power and the authority that the Lord Jesus has given us as believers and servants and children of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise is one of our names. Glory to the Lord in the highest. Second Peter. Second Peter two four. Second Peter two four. For if God spared not the angels that sin, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them in the chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. Chains of darkness? God have mercy. Second Peter two seventeen. Second Peter two seventeen. These are wells without water, clouds that are carried with the tempest, to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. A mist of darkness is reserved forever. Those who walk in darkness and not in the light. Oh, Lord have mercy. First John 1, verse 6. First John 1, verse 6. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not know and, and do not the truth. In darkness there is no truth. In darkness there is no truth. God have mercy. Uh, shalom there, brother, uh, Mr. 2262. Welcome to the Lord's hour. Bless you, brother. Good to see you here. 1 John 2 9. 1 John 2 9. He says, He that say he is the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. If you hate your brother or sister or even your neighbor, you're in darkness. God has not called us to hate anyone, but he does tell us to hate sin. Amen? We are not to hate anyone, but we are to hate sin. That's for sure, because he hates sin. Amen? Because sin kills, steals, and destroys. The scripture covers the whole of them who are living I mean, this, excuse me, this scripture covers the whole of them who are living and walking in darkness. Go to 1 John chapter 2, verse 11. Listen to this. But the one who habitually hates works against his brother in Christ is in spiritual darkness and is walking in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Five things that describe a person who is walking and living in darkness. Amen? Number one, habitually hates, works against his brother in Christ. Number two, spiritual darkness. Number three, walking in the darkness. Number four, does not know where he is going. And number five, because the darkness has blinded his eyes. There you go. Does this describe what is happening in your life? 
if it is, come, if it is, come to the light. Come to Jesus, the light of the world. Let his marvelous light shine bright in your life. Let him reveal your life so you can see your evil deeds and repent and ask forgiveness and give your life to the light and the Savior of eternity, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now let's go to Jude 1, verse 6. Jude 1, verse 6. And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he has reserved into everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. The angels of God are held accountable for their evil acts and will have everlasting chains under darkness. God have mercy. So he will hold you and me and everyone out there who are listening. You have to choose. You have to make a choice to live in darkness that will lead to death, hell, damnation, or you can choose a light. The, the God of light, there is no darkness in him. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, we've heard about darkness. Glory to God. Let's hear about the light. Amen. Now let's talk about and study about the light. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Good news. Good news. Breaking news. Breaking news. There is light in this dark world. There is hope in Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Now that's the kind of news we need to be hearing or they need to be reporting. But you don't hear much of it. That's for sure. Okay. One thing I can tell you as I do this study is that the references of darkness was 142, 142, okay? Now, listen to this. The references for the light of the Word of God is 414, hallelujah. More than three times about his marvelous light, amen? Hallelujah! Oh, God wants good things to happen. God wants good things to happen for people. They just got to do it. In the way that the Lord wants it. He is the creator. We are just created ones. He is the creator. We don't want to be like the old the old, uh, uh, the old, old devil, the created one that thinks he's above God, above his creator. So arrogant and so prideful. Oh, Lord have mercy. All right. Let's start it off. The definition of light. The definition of light. Having light or the illumination. Bright, well-lighted. Amen. This should be us, brothers and sisters. Jesus calls us the light of the world. Why are we called this? Simple answer. He lives in us by his mighty Holy Spirit. His light shines from our lives, our words, and actions. We are like a lighthouse showing a way to safe harbor. Amen. Glory to God. All right, Genesis 1, verse 3. Genesis 1, verse 3. And God said, let there be light. Oh, glory to God. And there was light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Mighty word of God and truth. Genesis 1, verse 4. Genesis 1, verse 4. And God saw the light. That it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Amen. God saw the light, that it was good, and right from the start. 
He divided light from darkness. Okay, let's go to Exodus 13, verse 21. Whoo, Lord, your presence. Hallelujah. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud and led them, led them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. Hallelujah. The fire of God lights our path. Amen. By day and night. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I tell you, brothers and sisters, this part of the lesson in the scripture is going to be shouting ground when you hear these promises and what this means. Praise his wonderful name. Glory to his name. His presence is awesome. Psalms 18, 28. Praise God. Woo, glory. For thou wilt light my candle. Amen. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. Praise his wonderful name. He is a light shining in the darkness, showing the path, the pathway to life. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You enlighten my darkness. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalms 19, verse 8. Psalms 19, verse 8. The statues of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Gives us light, brothers and sisters. Praise God. Amen. Psalm 27, verse 1. Psalm 27, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? There you go. You know, the Lord says, fear not. I give you peace. And hear his word right here. He is your light and he is your salvation. Hallelujah. The Lord is the strength of my life. Who shall I be afraid? Rejoice, brothers and sisters. The Lord is my light and my salvation. He is yours too. Amen. Praise God. Psalm 36, verse 9. Psalm 36, verse 9. For with thee is the fountain of life. In thy light shall we see light. Praise God. Amen. The light that shines bright. Hallelujah. Psalm 37, verse 6. Psalm 37, verse 6. You knew it would be, be a 37 verse. For thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. His righteousness as the light. Amen. Praise God. Psalm 43. Verse 3, Psalm 43, verse 3. Oh, send out the light in thy truth. Oh, send out thy light in thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy tabernacles. Praise God. Light and truth. Let them lead us, brothers and sisters. Amen. Let them lead us. Light and truth. Hallelujah. Praise your name. Thank you, Lord. Psalms 89, verse 15. Psalms 89, verse 15. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O oh Lord, 
the light of thy countenance. Hallelujah. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, his word says. Hallelujah. This joyful sound, praise his name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Song 97, verse 11. Song 97, verse 11. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Light is sown for the righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalms 112, verse 4. Psalms 112, verse 4. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteousness. Hallelujah. Praise his name. The light arises in the darkness. Amen. Praise God. Psalms 119, verse 105. Psalms 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Hallelujah. And a light unto my path. He is a light unto my path because Jesus is the word of God. Amen. Proverbs 4, verse 18. Proverbs 4, verse 18. But the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Praise God. A shining light that shines more and more. Proverbs 13, verse 9. Proverbs 13, verse 9. The light of the righteous rejoice, but the light, I mean, but the lamp of the wicked shall be put out. We rejoice in the light. Rejoice in the Lord always again, I say rejoice. Rejoice on the Lord always again, I say rejoice. Rejoicing, rejoicing, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always again, I say rejoice. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. Hallelujah. Not some ordinary light, brothers and sisters, but a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them have the light shined. Prophecy of the Messiah called a great light, a light that shines bright. Jesus, the everlasting light, amen. Yeshua HaMashiach, hallelujah. Isaiah 45, verse 7. Isaiah 45, verse 7. The one forming light and creating darkness, causing peace and creating disaster. I am the Lord who does all these things. Now listen to this in the same chapter. Remember, he is God Almighty. Verse 9. Whoa! Judgment is coming to him 
who quarrels with his maker. A worthless piece of broken pottery among other broken pieces equally worthless. Shall the clay say to the potter, what are you doing? Or does this thing say, he has no hands? God have mercy. The warning is fine, your place. Know your place in this world. Know your place in this world and what God, your creator, wants for you. Who are you questioning and quarrels with God Almighty? God have mercy. Isaiah 60, verse 1. Isaiah 60, verse 1. Arise, shine, for the light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Each one of you, brothers and sisters, know who you are in Christ. Hallelujah. The light has come. Isaiah 60, verse 3. And the Gentile shall come to the light and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. All shall come to thy light. It is available for all. Amen. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 25, verse 10. Oh, praise his name. Hallelujah. <laughs> Listen to this one, brothers and sisters. Moreover, I will take them the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, and the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride, the sound of the millstones, the candle, hallelujah. Great word here. Praise God. Remember the song that we said. The song says that he lights our candle, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. This is a reference for the Lord talking about Coming for his church, hallelujah. Coming for his bride, amen. Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. He's coming. Get ready. Jesus is coming. Matthew 4, verse 16. Matthew 4, verse 16. The people which sat in darkness saw great light. And to them which sat in the region and the shadow of death, Light is sprung up. There it is, brothers and sisters. The, the, the prophecy from the prophet Isaiah is fulfilled when Jesus comes on the scene, when Jesus becomes a man, and he goes and shines a light in Israel, amen, and to the whole world. But there it is, this, the scripture fulfilled. What God speaks, what God prophesies will come to pass. You sure surely know that it will come to pass by his word. Because God is not a man that shall lie. Matthew 5, verse 14. Now, Jesus is speaking about us. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. You are the light of the world, the Lord says. Amen? Hallelujah. Matthew 5, verse 15. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and give it light unto all that are in the house. We are like a candle to light, to light the world. 
We just saw a proper scripture reference to a candle, as, uh, us as a candle. Let's look again. Moreover, Jeremiah 25.10, Moreover, I will take from them the voice of mirth, and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride, and sound of the millstones, and light of the candle. Prophecy being fulfilled here, as the Lord calls us uh, like a candle, calls us like a candle, amen? Matthew 5, verse 16. Matthew 5, verse 16. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good work, and glorify your Father, which is in, ha- which is in heaven. We are commanded to let our light so shine, amen? Matthew 17, verse 2. Praise is one of the name. And was transfigured before them. His face did shine as the sun. And his raiment was white as the light. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. You want to know what your raiment's going to look like? Oh, it's not just going to be white. It's going to be white as a light. Hallelujah. His garment white as the light, glory to God. Matthew 28, verse 3. Oh, praise is one of a name. Get a glimpse about what it's being like to be glorified. Hallelujah. His Matthew 28, verse 3, excuse me. Matthew 28, verse 3. His countenance was like lightning, lightning, hallelujah, like lightning. In his raiment white as snow, his angels. Full of light. Luke 1, verse 79. Luke 1, verse 79. To give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. His light guides our feet into a way of peace, brothers and sisters. Amen. One of the one of the descriptions of Jesus. That he is the Prince of Peace, amen? And he gives us peace past understanding, amen? All understanding, thank you. All understanding. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, brothers and sisters. I tell you, this is a keep praying, the battle's on. I mean, I can still speak, but uh, the, the, there I am back now. It just went down. All right, praise God. John 1, verse 9. John 1, verse 9. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. The true light, lighten every man that cometh into the world. Amen. He is the life giver and the light giver. Amen. Hallelujah. That's powerful. John 3, verse 21. John 3, verse 21. But he that doeth, but he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God, that they are made in God. Doer of truth cometh to the light. Amen. Hallelujah. John 8, verse 12. John 8, verse 12. Then Jesus 
spake again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Amen. Praise his name. Amen. Praise his name. John 12, verse 46. John 12, verse 46. I am come a light into the world that whosoever, amen, there's a whosoever, that whosoever believeth on me shall not abide in darkness. Amen. What a promise. What a promise from the Lord. Amen. We who believe in him shall not abide in darkness. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell the devil that. Devil, we will not abide in darkness. Say it with me. Say it with me, sweet baby. Devil, we shall not abide in darkness in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. What a promise. Grab hold of his promises. Amen. And speak them forth. Believe them in your heart. It's by his word. That's what he says will be. Amen. Acts 13, verse 47. Acts 13, verse 47. For so have the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, hallelujah, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. Paul was called to be a light unto the Gentiles. We, too, are to be a light to the Gentiles and the Jews, amen. Hallelujah. Acts 26, verse 18. Acts 26, verse 18. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. We, like Paul, are to turn them from darkness to light, lead them and teach them to do they come to the light. Amen. Romans 13, verse 12. Romans 13, verse 12. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. We have the armor of light, brothers and sisters. The armor of God is full of light. Amen. Hallelujah. I can tell you this, brothers and sisters, by the word of God, and I have seen it, is that when we put on the full armor of God and we have the power of the Holy Spirit in our life, when we walk, this is what the enemy sees. He sees us with the armor of God full of light. And those uh, demons and things, when they see a spirit-filled, faith-believing a child of God with the full armor of God on, they're heading another direction. They don't want to mess with someone who knows the truth of God's word and has the authority of Jesus Christ. Did you know that? When you walk in and there is a room full of demons, they are heading the other direction because they know that you stand in the name of Jesus and by the power of the living God. Amen? Hallelujah. Just see that. Let them see it, Lord. Let them see it in their spirit. Let them see it, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That powerful armor of God. Hallelujah. Armor of light. Glory to God. 
that you are covered with light, shining bright in the darkness. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Shalom there, sis sunshine. Shalom there, sis Nicole. Welcome to the Lord's hour. Hallelujah. All right. Why do we need the light of God? Listen to his word. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 1 through 6. Therefore, since we have this ministry, just as we receive mercy from God, granting us salvation, opportunities, and blessings, we do not get discouraged nor lose our motivation. But we have renounced the disgraceful things hidden because of shame, not walking in trickery or adulterating the word of God but by stating the truth. Openly and plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. But even if our gospel is, in some sense, hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only to those who are perishing. Among, verse 4, among them, the God of this world, Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving to prevent them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not preach ourselves. We are not here to preach for uh, Brother Buddy and Sis Brenda or anything about having our name on some ministry or thing. No, no, no. We are here to preach Jesus. But Jesus Christ, our Lord, and ourselves merely, merely as bond servants for Jesus' sake. Listen to this. Hallelujah. Here is the good news, the hope, and the promise of God. For God who said, light shine out of the darkness, is the one who has shone in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory and the majesty of God clearly, clearly revealed in the face of Christ. Hallelujah. You need the light of the gospel to come out of the darkness that blinds your heart and eyes. Amen. Lord Jesus, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would break this veil. You would break the blinders off the people's eyes and rebuke the devil for blinding people from the truth in the light of your gospel in Jesus' name. Lord, you have come to set the captives free. And we pray, Lord, that you would set people free now. Lord, that you would open their eyes to the truth, that they can see, that they can be saved, that they can be changed, O oh Lord, be set free, that they don't have to live in captivity and bondage of the devil no more, that they don't have to be led and misled by this world no more, Lord, that they can be led by the light of God, you, Lord Jesus, we pray. Oh, God, we pray. We pray, Lord, that the anointing breaks the yoke on the people, Lord, that they can be set free, that their eyes be open to the truth, and they will know that you are Lord and Savior, and you love them very much. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, set them free, Lord. Set them free. Break the chains, Lord. Break the chains, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, yes, yes, Lord. Hallelujah, we have that song, baby? Uh, uh, break every chain. Yes, right now. 
please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Break every chain, Lord. Hallelujah. Break every chain. Yes, Lord. Yes. He has come to set the captive feet. Listen to this. Come on, Hallelujah. use your key. Use your key. Music, please. Music, please. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. 
of the Lord. The Lord says, the chains of smoking are being broken, receive in Jesus' name. The chains of alcohol addiction are being broken, receive in the name of Jesus. The chains of drugs are being broken in the name of Jesus. The chains of the spirit of pharmacy over people are being broken in the name of Jesus. The chains of lust in sex is being broken in the name of Jesus. The love of money is being broken in the name of Jesus, the Lord is saying. Hallelujah. He has come to set the captives free. He does not want you all in bondage and all bound up with all these things the enemy is trying to keep you in. He wants you free. So receive from Jesus. Believe that he is a chain breaker and he will set you free in the name of Jesus, the Lord is saying. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise your wonderful name. All his glorious presence is here. Hallelujah. He has come to set the captives free. Hallelujah. He's got his winning. He's got his winning fort, and he's cleaning the floor. Hallelujah. Oh, go for it, Lord. Praise your wonderful name. Hallelujah. Oh, the presence of the Spirit. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's go back to his word. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. Wisdom here, brothers and sisters. Wisdom. Second Corinthians. Verse 14, but ye be, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion have light with darkness? And brothers and sisters, what we're going to do later, that's very important. That as we have the Lord's hour, I mean, excuse me, the Lord's supper on the Lord's hour, that we do not have, what does communion have light with darkness? Amen? A warning for us who walk in the light. Okay, let's go to Ephesians 5, verse 8. Ephesians 5, verse 8. Now listen to this, how serious this is about darkness. For we, for ye were sometimes darkness. Not just walking in darkness. We were darkness. We were darkness by the word. But now are ye light in the Lord. Now we're light. We've been totally changed. It's like a dark room, flip on the light. That's us. Amen. I mean, darkness, holy darkness, flip on the light. Boom, there you are. Hallelujah. And brothers and sisters, that's about as quicker, quicker that's going to be when we're changed in a moment, in a twinkling of eye. Amen. Hallelujah. There will be no darkness in heaven. You won't need a flashlight in heaven. You won't need a kerosene lamp in heaven. No, no. No. You won't need bright light in heaven because Jesus' light is the light of heaven. Hallelujah. He's the light of the new Jerusalem. Praise his wonderful name. Two things to rejoice in. You are the light in the Lord and walk as children of light. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, praise is one of my name. Ephesians 5, verse 13. Oh, glory to God. Get excited about Jesus. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever does manifest is light. You know, brothers and sisters, right now, have you noticed that they can't hide anything? Everything's coming out. You can't hide from God. <laughs> manifest by the light. What does manifest mean? Listen to this. To make clear or evident 
to the eye or the understanding show plainly to prove, to put beyond doubt or question, all will be revealed. Even if they think they are hiding in darkness, it still will be revealed. Amen? Philippians 2. Philippians 2, verse 15. Oh, glory to his name. Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Praise his name. If I can move this page here, I'll be all right. There we go. That ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons and daughters of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, perverse nation among whom ye shine as light in the world. Amen. Hallelujah. We're lights out there, brothers and sisters. There's darkness everywhere. Oh, yes, the sun is shining. But here we are talking about spiritual. As the people that are not saved walk in darkness, even by the word of God, they are darkness. And that we are a light, a light that shines, that they say there's something different about them. They, there's, something, there's something I want that they have. Something's happened in their life that I need that in my life and that they're looking for the light. There are people out there looking for the light. Oh, yeah, there's ones that love their darkness, but when they hear the truth, a lot of them want the light. Amen? Colossians 1.12. Colossians 1.12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which had made us meet, to the partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Oh, praise his name. Amen. Praise God. Giving thanks unto the Father, which have made us to meet, to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. What inheritance? The inheritance that we are joint heirs with Christ. Amen. 1 Thessalonians 5, 5. 1 Thessalonians 5, 5. Ye are the children of light and the children of day. We are not of the dark, I mean, we are not of the night nor of the darkness. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 10. But now is, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and have brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Amen to that. Thank you, Lord. Praise his name. James 1, verse 17. James 1, verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift, if it's from above, and cometh down from the Father of light, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Amen. Our Father is a Father of light. First John 1, 
verse 5. 1 John 1, verse 5. Then this is the message which you have heard of him. And declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. And what does all mean, baby? All means all. Amen. No darkness in him. First John, what, first one, I mean, excuse me, first John chapter one, verse seven. First John chapter one, verse seven. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us, us from all sin. Walk in the light, amen. Hallelujah. That is powerful scripture there. All of them are, but that seems it's more leaping off the page tonight. First John two eight. First John two eight. And again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past. It's in your past, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Receive the word of God. Darkness is in the past. By the word of the Apostle John, led by the Holy Spirit. This is what the Lord wants you to know. It's past. The true light now shineth. Amen. Glory to God. Darkness in our life is in the past. Listen to the scripture. Zechariah, I mean, Zephaniah 317. Hallelujah. Praise is one of the names. The Lord your God is in your midst. A warrior who saves, he will rejoice over you with joy. He will be quiet in his love, making no mention of your past sin. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. Amen. Hallelujah. This is so powerful. God's words and promises are true and forever. Hallelujah. First John. 2, 10. 1 John chapter 2, verse 10. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is no occasion occasion of stumbling in him. You're, you live in the light, the light of God abideth in you, and no occasion of stumbling in him. Amen. Praise is one of a name. We have seen that in darkness, you have hate, spiritual darkness, you walk in wickedness, you are blind and do not know where you are going. We have learned that through the light of God, the light of the gospel, you are in righteousness. You are the light of the world. You have a light for your path of life. You have life and God's salvation. You have the inheritance of light in his glorious kingdom. Not yet, baby. There's more. <laughs> sorry, I'm just uh, others. The Lord brought others after this. Sorry, Amen. So be wise as you see the evidence from the Word of God. Choose the light over darkness. A very wise and eternal decision. Amen. The last three scriptures, and there's more because God showed me one more for the time we're living to. One more section of scripture. These last three scriptures should encourage you greatly, help you stand strong in Christ. Amen. Oh, this is one of my favorite sections of scripture. Yeah. 
1 Peter 2, verses 9 and 10. Hallelujah. Listen to the word of God, especially the Amplified. He wants his word amped up because he wants, yes, he wants to hear, he wants you to hear it loud and clear. 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies, the wonderful deeds and virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people at all. You weren't even a people. But now you are God's people. Once you have not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Every one of you should be saying that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You should be praising him and thanking him. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving in your life because of what he has done. He has shown his mercy. He has taken us out of darkness. He has made us a people when we weren't a people at one time. Amen? Glory to God. Thank you for your word, Lord, and in your truth. Oh, the promises of God to help us stand in such a time as this. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Now, this is the other, this is the section that the Lord uh, told me later. And it's titled, We Are the Light of the World. First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians 5. Verses 1 through 11. Now the one thing the Lord has been showing, you'll see it. We'll see it in the Word of God. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 1 through 11. Now as the times and now as of the times and dates, brothers and sisters, you have no need for anything to be written to you. For yourselves, for you yourselves know perfectly well, day of the Lord, the return of the Lord is coming. Just as a thief comes unexpectedly and suddenly in the night. Verse 3. While they are saying peace and safety, all is well and secure. Then, then, any moment, unforeseen, destruction will come upon them suddenly, like labor pains on a woman with child. And they will absolutely not remember that. They. For there will be no way to escape the judgment of the Lord. Now listen to what Paul says to us, the believers. But you, believers, all who believe in Christ as Savior and acknowledge him as God's Son, are not in spiritual darkness, nor held by his power, that the day of judgment will, over, will overtake you by surprise, like a thief. Well, there you go, by the word of God. Yes. Christ is coming as a thief to the ones that are not looking for him, the ones who are not watching and praying. But as us as believers, be as a thief because we are in the light. In 
darkness, but God has shown us what's going to happen. Amen? Hallelujah. That's by the word of God. Verse 5. For you are sons of light and sons of day. We do not belong to the night nor to the darkness. So then let us not sleep in spiritual indifference as the rest of the world does. But let us keep wide awake, alert, and cautious. And let us be sober, self-controlled, calm, and wise. For those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who are drunk, get drunk at night. Well, they even drink in the day now. For those who sleep at night and for those who get drunk at night, excuse me, verse 8. But since we believers, true believers in Christ, belong to the day, let us be sober. Amen. Having put on the breastplate of faith and love and as a helmet, the hope and confidence assurance of salvation. For God has not destined us to incur his wrath, to experience his wrath. That's what incur means, to experience his wrath. That is, he did not select us to condemn us. No, he didn't, did he, baby? He didn't select us to condemn us, brothers and sisters. But here's the rest of the verse. But to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Not condemn us. No. He obtained salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 10. Who died willingly for us so that whether we are awake, alive, or asleep, dead, at Christ's appearing, we will live together with him, sharing eternal life. Therefore, encourage and comfort one another and build up one another just as you're doing. Amen. Praise God. As anyone is hearing this or reading this, how in the world do you think you're going on any part of the tribulation or any of the judgments and wrath of God? God, have mercy on your soul. You better look and you better get on your knees and ask Jesus to show you the truth. Because you are being deceived and misled, and you'll be led right into the tribulation. You keep believing that way. Anyone that does not believe that Christ is coming for his church, is Christ is coming for his children before the judgment and the day of the Lord and the tribulation come. It's clear right there in God's word. And you telling me, oh, comfort one another. We're going to go into the tribulation and be beaten up and head, beheaded. Now, that could still happen, yes. But I'm talking about, we're talking about a time that Christ says going to be the, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the national team. That's right. Amen. And that, that it's going to be the worst time ever, ever this world has ever seen. And the Lord has not destined us for that. You see what it says. He has not selected us to condemn us but to save us. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. Now these are the last scriptures, and these are talking about our Lord. Now we will see that Jesus is the everlasting life. Revelations 21. Praise his wonderful name. Revelations chapter 21, verse 23. 
and the city has no need of the sun nor the moon to give light to it. For the glory, splendor, radiance of God is illuminated, and the Lamb is its lamp and light. And in Revelation 22, verse 5, hallelujah, listen to the promise, listen to the word of God. Oh, what great promises you give us, Lord, to motivate us and to keep us going. And it makes us long for home. It makes us long for home, Lord. Our home is heaven, not this earth. No, Lord. Our home is heaven. And there will be no longer, there will no longer be night. They have no need for lamplight or sunlight because the Lord God will illuminate them and they will reign as kings forever and ever. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to him forever and ever. Light of the world. Hallelujah. Come 
gone to everybody? I did speak. Is the echo gone? No. You're going to have to turn yours off. Yours. No. Your. I don't, I, it's, it's, it's all right, babe. We're good. Amen. All right. We're good. Here it goes. I'm telling you, this Brenda technology is so, so lacking. Well, you've got to remember, we have someone who don't like to hear the message we're bringing forth that we have to keep praying against in the name of Jesus. Amen. Siblings. Let's turn to Luke 10. 10, it's 38 through 42. Luke 10, 38 through 42. Now it came to pass, as they went, that they entered into a certain village, that a certain woman named Martha received him unto her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, Dost thou not care that my sister had left me just alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, that, and Mary hath chosen the good part, which she shall not be taken away from her. Example here. Steve Tran was tired of spotting them crawling down his wall while he watched TV. He had tried in the middle of the night, tired of the of the middle of night discovery. When he turned on the kitchen lights, he was tired of the rowdy cockroach poker game that bugs were obviously having in the dark corners of his pantry. Steve was Steve was just fed up. He, 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 and ready for revenge. There were stores in Westminster, California, that sold, sold bug bombs, and Steve bought some. The back of the bug bombs said two would do for a house the size of Steve, but he didn't want just two bug bombs. He had to have, he had it with the cockroaches. He was ready to blow them straight to cockroach hell. So Steve didn't buy two bug bombs. He bought 
five. Yes, sir. He bought two dozen plus one. Steve needed both arms to bring those canisters into his apartment, and he needed quite a bit of time so he could set them all up. I can only imagine the smoke that soon covered the place. The spray of 25 cockroach bombs in an apartment kitchen. The air in Steve's place became rich with fuel, and the cockroach cockroach screams could be heard for miles around. Or was it Steve and his neighbors screaming? The thick spray reached the pilot light of his stove, ignited, and created the biggest Bud Bob folks have ever seen in Westminster. Steve's green door blew clear across the street. Every window and every piece of glass in Steve's apartment was shattered. His furniture caught fire, and the fire department soon soaked Steve's smoke-damaged belongings for the apartment complex to repair the damage and years for Steve to recover from his anger. And wouldn't you know it, the cockroaches were back by the following Sunday. The moral of this story, if you got a problem inside your house, be sure to solve the problem without destroying your home. (laughs) Sibling rivalries have been blowing up homes for centuries. In the Bible, some of the most memorable stories are brothers and sisters who simply can't get along. Joseph irritated his older brothers with his dreams of ruling over them, which had was part of the reason his brothers decided that they could do with that one less younger brother. Jacob and Esau were wrestling with one another even as they were born. And some of the David's children seemed bent on destroying one another. As, as it was then, it is now. When family members don't address conflict appropriate, you can almost see them setting out the bug bombs. And sooner or later, you know the damage is going to be great. Mm-hmm. One of the clearest reasons in the Bible for siblings today comes from the story of Martha and Mary. Two adult sisters living in the same house with their brother Lazarus. From conflict to resolution, Mary and Martha gave us a wonderful look on how God intends us to thrive in the midst of our differences. Confrontation avoided is a conflict in the making. Now, Martha and Mary had drastically different ideas on what should happen when Jesus came to their home. Martha immediately envisioned a big meal and an opportunity to show off the family's hospitality. Mary could think of nothing better than than listening to Jesus teach. As Luke tells the story, Martha exploded with the fury of an unexpected storm, trading an opportunity for gracious hospitality for investment embarrassing conflict. Donnie protested vehemently 
when his mother told him to take his younger sister with him when he was going fishing. But mom insisted, so so Donnie obeyed. They returned only a few minutes later, and Donnie's mother said, that certainly didn't take very long. I hope your sister didn't make too much noise, Donnie replied. Oh, it wasn't the noise. There just wasn't enough much you staying after she ate all the bait. Perhaps Donnie should have used confrontation with a little more conviction. A third grade Sunday school teacher was given a Bible lesson on the on the commandment, honor thy father and thy mother. Now, how does anyone know a commandment for brothers? Now, does anyone know the commandment for brothers and sisters? One sharp, sharp girl raised her hand and said, thou shalt not kill. I find that funny. I, I'm sorry. I hear I hear crickets, but I'm telling you, I found that funny. Well, that was uh, Sister uh, uh, Janet sharing this. They got a major dust storm. It's all brown outside our house in Bakersfield right now. So. Oh, okay. Say it again, please. All right. No, I'm sure they heard. A third grade Sunday school teacher was given a Bible lesson on the commandment. Honor thy father and thy mother. Now, does anyone know the commandment for for brothers and sisters? One sharp girl raised her hand and said, "Thou shalt not kill." Amen. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, really, I mean, it's funny, but it is a it's a real serious message there because uh, the Apostle John says, "If you hate your brother, it's murder." Yeah. Because you're thinking bad thoughts or things in your mind before you even if you really do them. Amen. What's missing in this story is a private conversation between Martha and Mary. The two sisters could have and should have discussed the situation as soon as possible. Would have been able to have listened to the teaching to the teaching. Had both women asked Jesus what would 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 be rather required of them, perhaps another op- option altogether would have been presented. After all, this is a man who could pr- produce a meal for thousands from a boy's lunch. Amen, that's true. <laughs> when a wealthy conversationalist didn't, when a healthy station didn't happen, however, the seeds of family conflict were planted. When Martha felt the stress of preparing for so many by herself, the the plants of conflict were watered, fertilized, and cultivated. With every glance toward her idle sister, Martha's anger was increased. But Martha didn't did not address her anger of her concern to Mary. She was angry at her sister, but she didn't communicate that anger. The, the avoidance of confrontation not only did it solve the problem, it actually made the problem far worse. Eventually, Martha's refusal to confront Mary resulted in a far more unpleasant situation. In addition, Martha's effort to punish her sister actually backfired. When Jesus spoke to her, he corrected Martha. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, 
You are worried and upset about many things, but one only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what was better, and it and it will not be taken away from her. Because she avoided direct confrontational conversations with her sister, everyone in the family suffered. Confrontation seemed frightening to many people, me included. Here's a key to remember. Confrontation is no more than a conversation about differences. And confrontation is more not is a lot more pleasant than conflict. Few conflicts inside a family are the fault of, of one person only. If Martha's mistake was avoiding confrontation, Mary's mistake was placing her own desires ahead of those of her sister. In a sense, both sisters are had a co- correct analyst analyst of the situation. Mary was co- correct in listening to Jesus. The kind of that kind of opportunity did, don't come around every day. Martha, however, was correct on seeing the need for preparing a meal for their guests. Thirteen hungry men don't show up to your living room every day, neither. <laughs> Had Mary thought of Mary's Martha's practical personality first, she would have certainly helped with the meal. Both women then could have had some time at the feet of Jesus. As a matter of fact, perhaps Lazarus had broken had broken the women in the kitchen stereotype and helped get the table set. After all, it's not every day that the table needs to be and an ad- address to ministers caused the practical application of conservation. To give my life to Christ appears glorious, he said. To pour myself out for others. To pay the ultimate price of martyrdom. I'll do it. I'm ready. Lord, I'll go out in the blaze of glory. We think giving all, giving our all to the Lord is like taking a thousand dollar bill and laying it on the table. And here's my life, Lord. I'm giving it all. But in reality, the most of us is that He sends us to the bank and He and has us cash it, cash a thousand dollars for quarters. We go through life putting out twenty five cents here, fifty cents there. Listen to the neighbor's kids' trouble instead of saying, let get lost. Go to the committee, a committee meeting, giving a cup of water to a shaky old man in a nursing home. Usually giving our life to Christ isn't glorious. It's done it in all those little acts of love, 25 cents at a time. It would be easy to go out in a flash of glory. It's harder to live the Christian life little by little over a long haul. Serving your siblings certainly comes 25 cents at a time. When a brother helps his sister with a chore or when a sister volunteers to pass the remote control to her brother, serving serving happens. When the oldest child brags on the younger sibling, the the words are never forgotten by the brother or sister hearing the praise. Instead of Competing against a brother or sister, 
successful siblings learn how to serve one another, they complete together. Compete together. A mother of four recently told her Bible study group of family practice that still deeply impacted her. On New Year's Eve, one part of the family's annual tradition included a circle of verbal support. As the new year was beginning, every family member took turns keeping positive comments upon one another. There was no limit to the number of positive comments, and no one was excluded. Even mom and dad heard positive comments from their children. More than two decades after the last circle of praise, her eyes glistened with tears as she remembered the effect of hearing her parents and siblings shower her with praise. It was overwhelming, she said, absolutely overwhelming. The conflict between Martha and Mary isn't the last time you'll hear from these two sisters. The two of them suffered through the greatest crisis of their lives when their brother Lazarus dies. Miraculously, Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead four days after his funeral. When Jesus arrived sometime after later, appreciation banquet for Jesus and his disciples. John 12, 1, 2, and 3. Six days before the Passover, Jesus arrived in Bethany, where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. There was a dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took part, took about a pinch of pure nard and expensive perfume and poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. Martha served. Mary worshiped. Lazarus was very much alive, enjoying the meal. The family was working perfectly. A far cry from the first time we met them. The difference, Jesus did not, Jesus not only had been in their home, now they followed Jesus with no reservation. Lazarus had the distinct understanding of what it was like to be dead and yet alive. Because of Jesus, Martha had made a bold profession of faith before Jesus had raised her brother. Mary worshipped Jesus with an expensive boldness, bathing her his feet with pure nard. Nothing will promote the best best characteristics of your family like putting Jesus in the center of your family. When each member of the family professes Jesus as Martha did, every sibling is on the same team. There is common ground to celebrate. When each member of the family enjoys a church event, a worship concert, or some season of revival, each person in the family operates at the maximum level of affectionateness. Brothers serve, sisters speak lovingly to one another, family member recognizes the strength of the other personality inside the credible vocabulary for, provides a wonderful word picture for us in this passage. 
Mary's gift of perfume apparently nearly overwhelmed the people in the house. The smell saturated the house, Luke says. The house was filled with the fragrance. No one could escape it. If you had been allergic to perfume, you had had to leave. It was so strong. The smell surely stayed in the house long after Jesus left. For days after the scent was a constant reminder that Jesus had been in their home and he had made a profound difference in the way siblings related to one another. When Jesus became the focus in your family, the difference will saturate your home. It'll fill every corner and affect every relationship. All of us have family heirlooms that have been handed down from generation to generation. One family treasured an old vase. They even kept it in on the mantel where everybody could see it. When the mother came home from shopping late one afternoon, her teenage daughter said, Mother, you know that vase that you had been handed down from generation to generation? Yes, dear, the mother replied. Her daughter said, well, this generation has dropped it. Let it be said that you, you have dropped the vase of being a servant-minded brother or sister in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That we learn. That we learn. From That we learn. Amen. Well, brothers and sisters, as we know that we are, uh, as Mary and Martha siblings, so are we. That we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And how will they know that we are sons and daughters of God? By our love. Amen. By our love. We are one in the Spirit. We are one one in the Lord. We are one.
we're to love one another. He said the greatest commandment is to Lord thy, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, your mind, and soul, with every fiber about you. And the second commandment is that you are to love your neighbor as yourself. And as Apostle John said later in the Apostle, in the first books of John, that we are to love one another. Brothers and sisters, we are to love one another, not hate, but love. Amen. And we are to be there to be there to support one another and pray for one another and be concerned because the love of God that the Lord Jesus has, he has given it to us. He has shed his love upon us that we can let the light of God shine through us. Amen. By his spirit. All right, brothers and sisters, I'm going to get back here to uh, Sis Brenda. She's going to have the prayer decoration here. Amen. A real blessing. Psalm 127.3. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a real blessing. Amen. When God first appeared to Abraham, he promised, I will bless you. I will and you shall be a blessing, and in all your families and of the earth shall be blessed. Later on, he pledged, in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. God promised to Abraham by giving him children. Then God promised to use those children to bless all the families of the earth, of every nation, race, and culture. What a blessing it is to have children who bear your image, both naturally and spiritually. What a blessing to have them return your love. What a blessing to see them mature and fulfill their dreams. But what an ever greater blessing it is to see them bless others with the truth and expand God's blessing around the globe. That this is the what it is meant. It means to have be a real blessing, and this is what I claim for you and yours. Prayer declaration. I'm adding my children's name. You add yours. Lord God, I know Galatians three nine announces that those who are of faith are blessed with faithful. With faithful, with faithful Abraham, I declare that one of my greatest blessings will be the continuation of God's blessing through my offspring. Yeah. I confess that Joshua, Emma, Bobby, Veronica, their spouses and their children is and will be a great blessing to me. But more importantly, my children will be a blessing to you and to many others while in this world. May this blessing of God flow so powerfully through Joshua, Emma, Scotty, April, Jessica, Bobby, Veronica, their spouses and their children that and ultimately extends around the globe and and in its influence. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. And brothers and sisters, as the Lord said in Matthew 5, that we are like a city on a hill. And brothers and sisters, know this, that we are to be a city on our knees. 
Amen.
Amen, brothers and sisters. And we come to the place that, um, in truthfully, uh, the Hebraic uh, uh, calendar and what we believe that God's time goes by, this is the time of Passover, amen? And that um, Jesus is our Passover. These are the appointed times of Yeshua, of Yahweh, Kodesh, gatherings, which are to proclaim at their appointed times. In the first month of the 14th day of the month, between the evenings in Pish to Yahweh, and on the 15th day of this month, the festival of Mazatoth to Yahweh. Seven days you eat unleavened bread, Leviticus 23, 4-6. As we approach the appointed times for Passover, Piosh, in the Feast of Unleavened Bread, may we prepare our hearts, not just examining ourselves, but more importantly, in realizing the great love of the Father, Yahweh, to us by giving His only begotten Son. For also Mashiach, our Piosh, was offered for us, 1 Corinthians 5, 7-8. through 8. Purge out, therefore, the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither in the leaven of a malice or wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, go with me to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And we'll read what the Apostle Paul wrote and what the Lord said that night. Amen? Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. Before we go, I have to uh, admonish and warn, if you are not a believer, you should not partake of this. This is for the ones that are believers in Christ Jesus and remembrance of the Lord. It's not a ritual. It's something that's very important. And this is what the Apostle Paul says about this. Verse 27 of uh, 1 Corinthians 11, 27. So then whoever eats this bread and drinks the cup of the Lord in a way that is unworthy of him will be guilty of profaning and sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. But a person must prayfully examine himself and his relationship to Christ. And only when he has done so should he eat the bread and drink the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without solemn reverence and heartfelt gratitude for the sacrifice of Christ eats and drinks a judgment on himself if he does not recognize the body of Christ. That careless and unworthy participation is the reason why so many are weak and sick and a number sleep in death. But if we evaluate and judge ourselves honestly, 
recognizing our shortcomings and correcting our behavior, we will not be judged. Amen? Hallelujah. And this is to the unbelievers. But when we fall short or judged by the Lord, we are disciplined by undergoing his correction so that we will not be condemned. Excuse me, this is for the believers too. Hallelujah, this is for the believers, excuse me. But when we fall short and are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined by undergoing his correction so that we will not be condemned. There it is again. The Lord wants you to know you're not condemned. Therefore, there is no condemnation those who are in Christ Jesus who walk after the spirit and not the flesh to enter punishment along with the world. Condemnation, punishment, Judgment and wrath is for the world, not for believers. Amen? Praise God. So, brothers and sisters, we are to examine ourselves as we participate in this. That we will pray and ask the Holy Spirit to examine us. And if we have anything that is not of him, that we will repent and ask forgiveness and be prepared as we do this in remembrance of him. Amen? Lord, we just thank you and praise you for this night. We thank you, Lord, that you are the Passover. You are the Lamb of God. Lord, that you willingly sacrificed your life for me and all my brothers and sisters out there and for everyone. For, Lord, you are the Savior of the world. That your sacrifice and blood poured out at Calvary on that cross was for every man, woman, and child that you created. Lord, that they would cry out tonight and receive the Passover lamb, the lamb of God, the one and only begotten son of God, who took our sins upon him and poured out his life and blood and love ran red. We're so grateful, Lord. We pray, Lord, we pray for the Holy Spirit to examine us, cleanse us of all unrighteousness, Lord. I pray you search our hearts, and Lord, that we confess and forgive us of any sin, of wrongdoings, any thoughts or deeds that are not of you. We pray, Lord, any sin that is in the light or that is hidden cleanses of all unrighteousness, Lord. Let your spirit cleanse us. Let the word, the water of the word cleanse us. And most of all, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sins, I pray, Lord. We give you all the glory and praise tonight, Lord, that you are worthy of all praise and glory. And, Lord, that we humble ourselves. And, Lord, that we do this in remembrance of you and that we're humble before you. Amen. In Jesus' name. So the Lord said, Before I receive from the Lord himself, verse 23, that instruction which I pass unto you that the Lord Jesus on the night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks that we take the bread and that we lift it up and give thanks. Father, we thank you that you are the provider of bread and Lord, that we need the bread of life and Lord, that you, the bread that you give us is life giving. And we thank you for the bread. Praise you, Father. And he broke it. He broke it. Take your 
take your cracker or your your or whatever you're using bread cracker chip or whatever is the the uh, uh the reference to what Jesus did okay and he broke it and said this represents my body which is offered as a sacrifice for you do this in the affectionate remembrance of me and take heed, brothers and sisters, remembering what Christ has done for you, what he did with his body. Thank you, Lord, that your body was broken and bruised for us. Thank you, Lord. We do this in remembrance of you, Lord. Praise your holy name. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This is the covenant. This is the cup. Is the, this cup is the new covenant ratified and established in my blood. Let us lift it up and ask the Lord for blessing. Father, we just thank you and praise you for the Lord Jesus and for his blood, his precious, pure blood that was poured out for each one of us. We bless you and praise you for the blood of life and that this cup represents and we do in this remembrance of Jesus. And he blessed it and, and he said, this is a cup of my in my blood to do this often as you drink it in protective remembrance of me. Take drink, brothers and sisters. Praise his name. In verse 26, for every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are sim, symbol, uh, symbolically Proclaiming the fact of the Lord's death until he comes again. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. Praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This, yes, Lord, this is perfect. For your name is holy. Oh, yes. I am the, the Lord of God. Holy, of holy. holy. We're able to do this. I am through the blood of the Lamb. Of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Passover Lamb. I am to worship you all. I enter to honor I am Lord I worship you I worship you Lord I worship you Hallelujah Lord I worship 
Touching your grace. Amen. In the 
Strength, the body of Christ. Amen, Brother Javon. That's right. Pray for strength. 
He is our strength. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Amen. If we claim that scripture, brothers and sisters. Amen. Hallelujah. Pray for strength in the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. That's right, Sister Jan. We pray for the lost loved ones. Pray for the lost souls. Amen. In the time that we're living, as these uh, things like earthquakes and all that can come quickly, and they face eternity very quickly. Need to pray for uh, uh, Minister Paul, for his wife, this gal. She's going to be traveling, I think, to Ohio or someone. We need to be praying for him, too, because Minister Paul has had threatening calls, and, and somehow someone they destroyed his laptop. Uh, we need to pray for my uh, supervisor at work, pray for his shoulder to be healed. Amen. We need to pray for uh, uh, Sis Brenda's daughter, Jessica, for wisdom and direction, something in her life. Uh, how's Jackie doing? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. We're hearing uh, uh, testimonies here from uh, Sis Brenda that uh, two of her clients that had sickness and stuff, they're better. The Lord's healed them. Amen. Praise God. And one of the uh, client's mother really had some heart stuff, and the Lord healed her too. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Uh, we need to pray for uh, uh, I don't know. yeah pray for Sis Randy and uh, for her son and uh, uh, the Lord will help them and gain uh, to watch over him and give him direction and the right way to go, Amen. Hallelujah, praise God. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, praise the name of the Lord. Let's see. I think that's protection. All right. Okay. Okay. Need to pray for Yvette. She has cancer. Amen, sis sunshine. We will. We'll pray against that spirit of cancer. Pray for uh, cousin's wife. Yvette. Pray for healing. Cancer. All right. Amen. We will. All right. <clears throat> Amen, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the um let's go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Praise God. Father, we just thank you and just praise you. Lord, we give you all the glory and praise, Lord. We come humbly before you. And we lift up our petition, and we lift up our prayer request to you, Lord, that you are the great intercessor. And, Lord, that we come before the mercy seat by the blood of Jesus. And, Lord, that we humble ourselves. And we pray, Lord, that we send up our prayers as sweet-smelling Savior and as incense in the bowls that keep the prayers of the saints. Father, we pray for our brother Sahi, a missionary in Pakistan. Lord, I pray for direction and, and provision of a bike, he asked. Lord, because you have opened a new door for a new section, the area of Pakistan, to share the light of the gospel. And, Lord, that you will make a way that seems to be no way. Father, we thank you 
and for uh, uh, Jackie, one of the uh, uh, clients at, at Brenda's, at Sis Brenda's house, that he is healed, praise God. And Lord, we pray for Sis Randy. We pray that you will bless and watch over her, and we pray that you would uh, bless and watch over her, her son and daughter. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray against the spirit of lying against on, uh, on Jay in the name of Jesus. And as you say, you break the chains, that you are breaking the chains over his life, too, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for Sis Gail as she travels. Lord, we pray for traveling mercies and the angels of God to watch over her as she goes and let her light so shine as she goes to the area that you have sent her in Ohio. Lord God, we pray for our brother, Minister Paul. Father God, we pray against <laughs> these things that these the people of this world and the devil tries to come against them. Father, we claim Isaiah 54, 17 that says, No weapon that is formed against thee, any of the believers, the servants of the Lord shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against thee and does the judgment, thou shalt condemn, Lord. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus we claim that over Minister Paul, and we claim, Lord, the Song 91 protection. Praise your wonderful name, Lord, that he has watched over, and he is protected by your mighty angels and by the presence of the Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Lord, that you, you have built a hedge protection around him as you did each one of us. Father God, I pray for my supervisor, uh, Jason, Lord, I pray that you would touch his children and heal it, and that as I pray for him today, we believe it in faith that it will be a testimony. He'll share what God has done in his life. Lord God, we pray for uh, Sis Jessica, Lord, Sis Brenda's daughter. We pray, Father, that you will bless her and watch over her, give her wisdom and direction in favor, Lord, and what you're showing her in her life. And, Lord, that she'll be blessed and her daughter is blessed and watched over in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for Sis Janet as she's going through a dust storm that, Lord, that you will bring peace and you bring protection in the midst of the storm, that she'll have peace in her heart, that you are watching over and protecting her and her family in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for Brother Allen and Sister Marietta. We don't know where they're at tonight, Lord, but we're praying for them. And, Lord, that you will bless and watch over them. And, Lord, we know that they're in your hands. And if they're not here with us, we pray they're somewhere else in fellowship with you, we pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for Kelvin, Lord. I don't know all that's going on in his life, but you do. And, Lord, I pray that he will come to you and he will, he will seek you out and look for wisdom and direction and truth of your word and the light of the gospel in his life, I pray in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for our lost loved ones. We pray for the lost souls of the earth, oh, Lord. And we pray that they would wake up and see the light of God and that they would come out of the darkness into your marvelous light and know that there's freedom and there's peace and there's hope and there's joy and there's salvation through the light of God, who is Jesus. Lord, we pray for Israel and Jerusalem, and we pray for peace for Jerusalem and Israel. Shalom over Israel and Jerusalem, I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray for strength in the body of Christ. Lord, you are strength in our song, hallelujah. So let the strength in our song be of you, Lord. And Father, I pray for uh, uh, Sis Sunshine's uh, cousin, wife, 
Yvette. And we pray against this cancerous spirit in the name of Jesus. And we rebuke and bind you away from this lady. We pray for healing and health in her body, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the Lord's hour, Father. We thank you for all that serve here. We pray for blessings and protections and anointing and for all who serve you everywhere, Lord, that are truly serving you, that you will bless them and protect them in such a time as this. And we give you all the glory, honor, and praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, the Lord has shown me, and uh, tonight some reason he's led us pretty well with uh, Brother Paul Wilbur, but this is a song called the Song of Ezekiel. And listen to it. It's very powerful about the times that we're living. Amen. Hallelujah. If we get it going here. Uh oh. There it goes. Amen. Hallelujah. He's going to ask you a question now. Son of man, can these dry bones live? Amen. Yeah. Hey. 